Funny Kevin show coming to you late Monday. Holy shit. Late because it's been a, a crazy fucking week coming to you from the, uh, the iPhone 12 recording. So no, <laughs> no, no studio quality this week. But, you know, let's be honest. You don't listen for audio quality. You listen for incredible content and. Today is no different in terms of content. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I've been. I've been. Obviously, the the giant COVID elephant in the room has been uh, pretty awful the last uh, uh, the last year, and it's it's. We got spikes all over. We got spikes in LA. They recently closed shit down. Uh, again and they're talking about closing more shit and uh you know when you look at just it's it's got to be the one of the craziest things obviously in anyone's lifetime but it's just nuts like we have like too many people no one wears a mask but we have crazy mask laws and it seems to not really make a difference meanwhile you got a bunch of dudes like Pooh shiesty Big, big 30. You can look them up on Instagram. These dudes in Atlanta are having shows with thousands of people, I feel like. Every single show they have is sold out indoors, no masks. People are smoking blunts and drinking alcohol. And I don't know. I don't think they have half the case count or the death that we have uh, in Atlanta. So... I don't know. It's it it freaks me out, you know? Like that's the part that's crazy. So it's it's also like you have to adjust. Like for Tapped In, shout out tappedinmusic.com. Uh my team like we've been making episodes this whole year. And we've been super careful, you know, obviously get tested, wear your mask, and then when we're in studio, you know, guests can't bring guests with them, you know, you can't bring a an artist in that has like a posse or an entourage but we've done a bunch of risky shit and and you know i take my vitamin d i take a multivitamin i i do everything i can you know <sighs> exercise regularly and all those things but it's it just seems like obviously people aren't doing the right thing and um this is all to say selfishly that i i, I don't think i'm gonna go to phoenix I was determined to go the 18th to the 20th. And you guys know I've been wrestling with this for weeks now. But I'm I'm afraid I'll, I'll go to Phoenix and Los Angeles will pass something in the time I'm there where no one can come back. <laughs> I'll be fucking stuck in Phoenix for Christmas. And I, I don't want to be in that situation. So the comedy in terms of stand-up, that's all on hold. And uh, I think I'll just work on the podcast. So, hey, welcome. Now, while we're talking about COVID, I got to say, I've been kind of thinking about this all week, (laughs) which is sad. But I've been thinking about uh, COVID exposure. And I don't mean like the amount of people that are exposed to COVID. I mean the way COVID exposes people. Um, for the animals, they really are. I re- and I really mean this because I, I know 
everybody has different circumstances. Some people live with 90-year-old parents, and I get that. You got to stay indoors. Got to stay masked. You can't see other people. But some people just selectively like to use COVID as this weird excuse to be a complete recluse or be an asshole. And I I really mean asshole. Like people, like it's, you got to be careful. It's like you don't, like for example, you've determined that, okay, you're safe. You're not sick. You're not running a temperature. You've cleared a test. Your buddy, the same. You both have been good this whole time. You want to come to the backyard and have a fire and sit six feet apart, maybe have a drink, uh, and be as safe as two people could possibly be. Given all the science, that's not that bad, right? But people will just, for the sake of avoiding any kind of social interaction or uh, doing things that are probably good for your mental health, like talking, will just say, no, man, no, 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 I mean COVID, you know? It's like, hey, did you get your new apartment? Nah, COVID, man, COVID. Hey, how about that new job? No, no, COVID, man. Been looking for the apartment for seven years. How do you, what do you mean COVID? Nah, COVID, you know, setbacks, problems. I got problems. What? Okay. So it's like COVID, I, I feel like in many ways, the, the real COVID exposure is the people that it exposes whom are fraud from the jump. And we talked about staying solid last week. So this is not... This is like a, we're just veering off here, but it's just it's a little strange to me that you can't find a way to live with this COVID. You'd rather be exposed like COVID exposed the Instagram flexors, right? Like people that were flexing on Instagram, posting their bottles, did all their EDD scams, got their government money. And then what happened? We know it's gone. We know December 19th, protections for rent are gone. Are they going to be Instagramming their PS5 in their couch as they get evicted? I don't know. COVID exposure. COVID fucking exposure. COVID will expose you. It's crazy. And like, here's the thing. I've seen a lot of people take those checks. I've seen a lot of them. And they took trips. Now, whether or not they were super spreading, I don't know. But I know that these people are not flexing much anymore. COVID exposure. (laughs) Your EDD only goes so far. COVID exposure. Could have door dashed. COVID exposure. It's these it's 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 just it's like crazy because it's like I I wish good for everybody. And my heart goes out. To people hurting because this is a real thing. But you got to be strong, you know, and you got to come up. You got to be crafty. You got to come up with solutions in times like this. And, uh, you know, there's a way. There's a right way and a wrong way. And there's calculated risk and uncalculated, massive, horrible risk. Going maskless to a, a concert in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, so to me, it's not necessarily COVID. But I, I almost thank COVID for exposing people 
and exposing kind of the ugly in people. You know, if you were kind of a germaphobe before COVID, goodbye. I'll see you in the afterlife. I'll never see you again. I know exactly how your brain is wired. And those people will never be normal again. And guess what? The unintended consequence of all this fear, their children. Ugh. You don't want to hang out with one of these COVID kids. Holy shit. Vaccines, Moderna says 100%. A couple other companies saying 94, 95%. I think it's BioNTech and Pfizer. Great. I don't think it's going to shake the COVID out of these people. I really don't. That's another part of COVID exposure. You see the people that uh, really went back into their shell and are never coming out. They don't want to. They don't want. Why would they want to come out? Instacart, Uber Eats, DoorDash, online gaming, headset, virtual reality. Remember we talked about virtual reality in episode one. Getting virtual head. This is all. This is not coming. It's happened. It's here. This is what it is. So I don't know. Being more bleak and comedic, or being more comedic than bleak. Uh, hopefully you guys are doing well and you had a great Thanksgiving week. Mine was, uh, quite normal. I really happily didn't do much. I didn't see much family, uh, which was nice. I didn't really, uh, I really got some time to myself in many ways. And the big thing I did over the last week is I've, I've, I've gotten a new TV that's coming. So that's stressful as shit. Um, (laughs) Just purchasing shit is stressful. Except I do like stressful purchases. Like, I do like purchasing cars and shit like that. That's a stress I enjoy. But uh, stupid things like TVs and phones and shit like that stress me out. Which I think, you know, most people can feel or or relate to that in some capacity, right? Uh, But... Yeah, it's it's been wild. Tapped In has some great content coming out soon, by the way. Shit that we're recording and shit that's already been recorded. Friday, you better tap in because we got some uh, some cool outside shit that we shot through L.A. during a pandemic. And it's pretty cool. Uh, I, think, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. But uh, besides that, all of that aside, um, wanted to get into... The this week I was gonna cover. If you look at the artwork on the podcast you're listening to, we're gonna go to the bottle because I ran a poll on Instagram and I wanted to see what people's favorite drinks were. Uh, normally it's drunk stories, but I thought it would be funny to see what people like and pick some of these and just trash them. Uh, we got someone here that said strawberry lemonade Svedka. I don't even think that's real. Uh, if it is, that's horrifying and disgusting. I can't, I can't do, oh my God, it's real. Jesus Christ. I think it's real. Yeah, no, it's real. Oh my God. I'm going to go throw up. I can't do, can you guys do vodka? DM me. I can't do that. Especially if it's flavored. I feel like I'd get sick. Uh, let's see. We got someone here. Oh my God. I love this guy. He's my buddy. Ferne Branca. What the fuck is that? Fernet, 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 Fernet Branca? Jesus Christ, what is this? 39% alcohol. It's bitter. Italian. 
uh, Fernet Branca, brand of Fernet, uh, uh, Mara, originating in Italy, manufactured in Milan, 1845. What is it, though? doesn't even tell me. Uh, Fernet, blah, 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 blah. Look how unprepared I am and awful. The bitters are made from 27 herbs and other ingredients. The exact formula is a trade secret only known to the Fernet Branca president, Niccolo Branca. Wow, this shit's crazy. Who personally measures out the aromatics during its production and process. What the fuck? Huh. This is fucking interesting. I want to try this now. I'm going to reach out to this dude. I love him, and I know that he can uh, give me more details on this drink, but it looks fucking awesome. Uh, we got someone else here. Uh, high quality tequila. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, I don't. This is good. We can talk. We can talk tequila. I have awful experience with tequila. Awful experience, and it's not necessarily. I, I people blame the liquor. Like people be like, well, you know, tequila makes me kill ya. Ha ha ha! And they have fucking terrible rhyming and jokes about you know liquor that does things to them i just think you're shitty like i think i'm shitty you know i think i just i just make bad decisions period tequila doesn't help in particular it makes me do worse things but uh tequila i got the last time i actually drank tequila must have been like maybe a couple years ago but the last time i got drunk difference right drunk off tequila i was in like high school i think and it was a big mistake you know breaking into the drunk stories here i uh basically had a situation where there was (laughs) we were all underage uh you know i think i was about 17 and i i'd started out with four loco now four loco many of my listeners based on the demographics you all know what I'm talking about. Now, some of you might not. So Four Loco used to be an alcoholic beverage that looked like a soda pop or a monster, but was laced with cocaine. It was laced with cocaine. I, they'll tell you it was some other alternative that mimics cocaine. It was cocaine, and they did it for a while, and then it got pulled, and they redid it. Now you drink a Four Loco, I think you go to bed or you get sick. But back in the day, it was spiked with what I can only describe as someone who's done cocaine. It's cocaine. And I drank the whole can, and I think I drank a second one, and I began to black out. I mean, I was like 16. But one of our friends brought another friend around who wasn't drinking for loco, and she was a bit younger, and she was, uh, you know, a fun time, I guess. Uh, but she was a younger woman. She was maybe like, I think they said she was 15. Now I was 16. So just for reference here. Now we were drinking and having a ball and, you know, we were off the four locos. Then I think I took a couple of shots and I realized after having some tequila mixed with the four loco that I was kind of losing it. I was losing it a little bit. I was getting a little bit fucked up and then i guess you could say the fucking four loco kicked in or the tequila kicked in and i was fucking drunk 
And I knew I was going to black out. But what happened was that that woman I had mentioned, who was, you know, whom I understood to be 15, and she was like reasonably attractive. But that really isn't the point. The point is she approached me when I was drunk and she said, hey, Kev. And I said, hey, bleep. And she said, punch me in the face. I said, punch you? I hardly know you. Ha, ha, ha. And she said, punch me. And I said, bleep, I'm not going to punch you in the face. You're, a, you know, you're a young woman. Not that it's relevant and you're strong and you could fuck me up, which she couldn't. She was smaller, but I just said out of respect, you know, this is 2010 or eight, you know, whatever. I was being super respectful back then. I just said, look, I'm drunk. I don't know what you are, but I'm not hitting you. And she said, I kick my dad's ass and we fight all the time and he punches me. So punch me, expletive. And I said, hey, I'm not expletive. She said, you're an expletive. And I said, bleep, come on, knock it off. And then she punched me right in the fucking mouth. And everybody laughed and separated her because she hit me with a lot of violence and, and anger, and I, I cut my lip, and I said, all right, that was weird, and I went and drank more tequila, and I shook it off, and I walked around the party and mingled with others, and she said, hey, expletive, and I said, I told you not to call me expletive, and she said, come here, you expletive, and punched me right in the eye, and the <laughs> moral of the story is, it was probably the four loco, but I'm going to blame it on the tequila, because it turns out that girl was like 14, and she came with some other, you know, uh, uh, girl that we knew and she was a maniac and she had plenty of home problems. And if you went to her Facebook page, she was taking pictures with her father's desert eagle threatening people. And she ended up, I think, on crystal meth and living in motels when she was like 17. But the moral of the story is the alcohol didn't really fuel a fun time. I was nearly uh, uh, blinded by this fucking crazy little girl. And... The Four Locos and the tequila maybe were to blame. I feel like if I hadn't drank those Four Locos, I probably wouldn't have been at the party. <laughs> I probably would have, wouldn't have even been anywhere near that person. So I'd like to blame them. You know, I think that's a, a, a reasonable drunk story. Uh, and if you have better ones, which, you know, some of you do. I had a good one last time. Feel free to send them in. I'm going to read them uh, periodically here. So you can send away, uh, email the unfunny Kevin show at gmail.com, and we'll do that. Uh, another exciting piece of news. I think, well, so we do this every Monday, but I might up it a little bit in the new year. I might do like maybe Mondays and, I don't know, Fridays or Mondays and Sundays. I'll figure out some kind of fun thing to uh, to up this because the fucking stand-up is, you know, it's going to be uh, on hold for a while and can't really film Bar Magician or anything outside. So, uh, you know, this will be it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll come up with a, a visual aid for the show uh, where you can watch it on YouTube. But for now, The Unfunny Kevin Show on YouTube does have The Bar Magician which uh, is looking funny. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with uh, these clips I shot a long time ago and put together. And uh, I believe next week I'm supposed to have a follow-up meeting with uh, Adult Swim, so that'll be cool. Uh, but 
In the meantime, be sure to support me uh, by sharing Tapped In and sharing the Unfunny Kevin Show. I am super happy with the amount of listenership right now. And anyone that listens, God bless you. Uh, and, and, you know, the Unfunny Kevin Show available on all platforms. Share unfunnykevin.com for anyone that asks, hey, where do you listen to that fucking show? And uh, they can pick their poison. Whatever platform they want, I'm likely on it. And Unfunny Kevin on Twitter, Unfunny Kev on Instagram. And yeah, just keep fucking plugging away here. I know you guys probably just came off of a rough holiday with Thanksgiving. Tell me how you enjoyed that. You can send me emails, unfunnykevinshow at gmail.com. Or the unfunny Kevin show at gmail.com rather. And let me know what you plan on doing during these fucking uh, lockdowns this whole month. I mean, we got listeners across the country. I know I got I got somebody in Florida. And I know you're probably having a <laughs> great time, Floridian. I know you're probably uh, fucking doing blow and drinking four locos and tequilas and fighting 14-year-old girls. You're probably living it up, living it up like, you know, I may have been living it up in 2010. So hats off to you and the rest of you. I mean, if you're in California, I hope you're just being safe and not doing shit. But COVID exposure, man. Think about the people in your life that got exposed with this COVID. Not exposed to COVID. Exposed with as a consequence of the COVID pandemic. How have they changed? How did they move? Do they move funny now? Uh, is laziness just rampant? Are you seeing people lazier in your life that, uh, you know, might have just always been lazy? I don't know. I hope you guys have a safe COVID-free week. Uh, next week, I'll be in the studio so you won't get this iPhone recording. But uh, thanks again for tuning in and be sure to share me anywhere you can. Have a great week. As I sit back, relax, steam a blunt, sip a vex. Think about the sexy singers that I want to sex. I'd probably go to jail for fucking Patti LaBelle. Ooh, Regina Bell, she probably do me swell. Jasmine Guy was fly, Mariah Carey's kind of scary. Wait a minute, what about my honey Mary?